Well, welcome back. This is Eagle Eye Selling Podcast with your host, Chris Marchetti. I'm glad you take your sales career seriously enough to return to see how you can better yourself today and how we can all help each other improve. Again, I want to encourage you to go out to our website, eagleeyeselling.com, where we do post all of these podcasts. We also post some supporting documentation. We also have a subscription site that you, you and your company uh, should have interest in, in signing on and being a part of our, our sales group, again, to make each other better and share information. So today's podcast, we're going to talk about dressing for success. Before any type of sales can happen, before you meet with your client, before you, know, you actually get out there and sell, you need to think about how you're going to address and appear and present yourself both at work and in front of a client. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to really, I read a lot of books and I like quotes and I like um, short sayings and things. So we're going to try to start each podcast, you know, with a, with a quote that relates to the topic. So dressing for success, I have a couple. This one is from Judith Rasband. The way we dress affects the way we think, the way we feel, the way we act, and the way others react to us. And then this one is from Zig Ziglar, one of the best known uh, salesmen. Uh, He was a car salesman. He wrote wrote several books of which you should be reading. But his quote on, on dress is, you can't climb the ladder of success, dress in the costume of failure. Why is dress so important? Well, a lot of times you're making a, a first impression or you're making an ongoing impression if, if it's in your workplace. So we're going to talk about different areas of dress and what to think about in this, in this podcast today. So really, dressing is important because it shows respect. It shows preparation. And again, it gives a good or a bad first impression. So what do, you mean, what do we mean by respect? Well, by respect it means you have shown that prospect that you have taken your meeting seriously and you value them as a person. Okay, you didn't just roll out of bed. You've actually prepared for this presentation. Again, I read a lot. I like, I like reading out of people's books and, and, I'm, and I give credit for them. This is a book uh, by Jeffrey Fox, Jeffrey J. Fox, How to Become a Rainmaker. Uh, the Rules for Getting and Keeping Customers and Clients. Great book. Lots of you know one and two page chapters on different topics. It's a great book to read. One of his chapters in here is Be the Best Dressed Person You Will Meet Today. And he goes on to say, Friday is a dress down day, but not for the rainmaker. The rainmaker does not dress down, nor does he necessarily dress up. He dresses better than any customer he will meet that day. If the customer wears polo shirts and sneakers, the rainmaker wears a blazer and loafers. If the customer wears slacks and a blouse, the rainmaker wears pants, a pantsuit. If the customer wears polyester, the rainmaker wears wool. Warning, you're not trying to one-up your client. You're letting the customer know he or she is important to you. Don't succumb to the lure of business casual. When you are trying to attract new business, nothing is casual. Your customer wants you to be buttoned up and professional. But don't overdress. Don't overwhelm the customer with flamboyant splendor. 
Your dress should signal confidence, success, expertise, professionalism, and attention to detail. Dress with care flatters your customer. It is said that President Ronald Reagan had such respect for the Oval Office that he never entered unless dressed in suit and tie. The American people respected Mr. Reagan's respect, and perhaps it was one reason they re-elected him in a landslide. Your respect for your customer will show, will show, and your customer will appreciate it. Your customer will re-elect you, sale after sale. Okay, so that that's what Mr. Fox talks about dress. This is the first thing they're going to see, and will keep in their mind as your relationship goes on. He, you know, he directed that to what you're going to say and how you're going to dress to your client. But I want to repeat: the same goes in your workplace. Whether you work out of an office or, like I do, I work remotely in my home, but when I go to our office, our home office, I make sure I'm dressed in proper attire. So when you're, when you're client-facing, dress appropriately based on your industry, the geographic location, the type of meeting, a lot of things you need to think about. Different parts of the country, you dress differently. Okay, uh, the Northeast tends to be a little bit more crisp. Some of them are wearing, you know, suits still. Where in the Southeast, it might be a little bit more laid back. You may go with long sleeves, but at the beginning of the meeting, you roll them up. Or you're a little bit more casual. So you have to really get to know the area that you're selling into. Also, the industry. When I sold copiers, if I went to an office building, I dressed to match. I wore a suit at the time. But likewise, if I went in and sold a copier to an auto mechanic, an owner of an, of an auto repair center, I typically am not wearing a suit, but I'm, I'm wearing a nice pair of slacks and a nice shirt. So you have to really get to know your audience and dress properly. Again, you don't want to overwhelm them as well as underwhelm them. Also with the type of meeting. Now if I'm presenting, if I'm doing a presentation and I'm in front of a, a, a C-level group or in the case of law enforcement, I'm in front of a command staff, I'm dressing a little bit nicer. Okay, they're dressed usually really nice. I'm going to wear, again, a suit or a sport coat. Again, depending on the location and region. If I'm doing a training, I've signed the agency or the company and, and my responsibility next is to train or as a follow-up visit maybe I'm a little bit more casual because I'm not really meeting with the decision makers now I'm meeting with the users sometimes the users will tend to dress a little bit more relaxed and again dress slightly above your audience dress isn't always you know just the clothes that you have on usually on a first impression for men your shoes are getting looked at you make sure you have a nice pair of shoes shined shoes Okay, you don't want to wear old scuffed up shoes. That makes a bad impression. People notice your shoes, kind of dictates the type of person that you are. How about do you wear perfume and cologne? This tends to be a touchy subject. I just know for men, I, I usually don't wear cologne. For women, I tell you, and for men, if you're going to wear cologne or perfume, don't overwhelm. Put a very little bit on, just enough. You don't want to take up the whole room with your with your scent and, and, and you know turn people off 
or just really kind of lose their focus on really why you're there. Your hair. Men, keep your hair cut, trimmed, dressed, uh, brushed. Make sure it looks well kept. Women the same way. Professional hairstyle, um, like you're going in, 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 into a business, not into um, not going out for the evening. How about sunglasses? I have an interesting story. I always say do not wear sunglasses. Don't have them on. Don't put them on your head. Leave them in your car. We work, used to work with somebody. He, his sunglasses were either always over his eyes or they were in his hair. He went into a meeting. He put those glasses in his hair. And it's, what's, you know, people are going to be looking at, at his sunglasses and not really concentrating on, on his presentation. And I can't tell you the amount of times after he left the company when I went back to that agency to either try to resell them or retrain them, the comments I would get about his, his attire or how they thought he acted, again, it was, a, it was an impression they had of him. So you don't want to have any reason to have negative impressions. Sometimes sunglasses on the head, you know, that you're not at the beach. Leave them in the car. Jewelry. Same thing with jewelry. Be professional. Have a nice watch on if you're going to wear jewelry. If you're going to wear a chain, women, professional, not a lot of chains. Men, same way. Hands and nails. Make sure your hands are clean. Make sure your nails are well, are well cut and cuticled. Women, if you're going to get your nails done, don't have the nail polish chipped off. You always, again, want to present yourself in the best fashion possible. You show the client and the people at work you care about what they think and, and you feel that they are important enough that you're going to take care of yourself. How about brushing your teeth and having good breath? Obviously, you're brushing. Use mouthwash. Before you go into a meeting, especially if you've just ate or had coffee or some of you still smoke, either find a place to go brush your teeth or mouthwash or, worst case, put in a, put in a mint and eat it before you go into the office to, to, again, have that breath. You don't want to have bad breath immediately turn somebody off. Again, first impression. That's, what, that's all they're going to remember and that's all they're thinking about. So really, that's, that's what you want to think about in front of a client. And, and I want to go back to Jeffrey Fox in, an, in another uh, chapter of his. And in this chapter, he's talking about, again, don't set yourself up for, for happenings or for, for, for problems. In this one, it's never wear a pen in your shirt pocket. It's your first meeting with a prospective client. You prepared carefully. You dress with care. You're ready to persuade the customer to do business with you because of your meticulous attention to detail. Your designer pen in your left breast pocket has bled. A startling blue stain has become a focal point for your customer. She can't take her eyes off the ruined shirt. She can't get completely involved in your presentation. She feels trapped. She's embarrassed for you. She's too polite to tell you and is nervous about what to do when you discover the leak. She is hoping the meeting will end quickly. She is hoping to avoid witnessing your inevitable discomfort. Your leaky pen killed the sale. And you don't want ballpoint streaks on your shirt either. Buy shirts without pockets and keep your pens in your briefcase. Rainmakers do nothing that might decrease the odds of making the sale. Great point. Don't do anything that where a mistake or, or a mishap could happen. I don't keep pens in my shirt pocket. I keep my pens in my, in my backpack or my briefcase, whatever I'm taking. You don't want your pen to explode. Great example. So try to avoid any possible mis mishaps. Now, just a couple more things 
and kind of revert this back to your office, your workplace. I know Fridays tend to be dress down days um, if you do work in the office. I would say, again, dress for the position that you hope to have. If you have aspirations to move up into management or to some other position, constantly want to have a professional appearance. Let those other you know, superiors or your bosses see you dressed professionally. It's going to stick in their head if they're thinking about you or the other or another person on your team. But if that person dressed in ratty jeans or looks unprofessional or unkept, meanwhile you're consistently looking well, well dressed, well mannered, uh, well manicured, um, that's going to give you a heads up over other people. It's a respect thing. You've shown that workplace and that job and your and your boss the respect that you've taken the time to wear nicer clothes, okay, to take care of yourself, your hair, your teeth. You've taken that time to show respect to them. That's just a little bit on dressing for success. And again, I do recommend trying to find some books about proper dress and proper attire. But again, I want I want to encourage you uh, to let me know what is your struggle. Okay, how can this podcast help you? What topics do you want to cover? So go out to the website Eagle Eye Selling. Contact me. There's several ways. Email. You can tweet me to give me those topics and that information. And again, seriously think about joining our our network of sales reps on the subscription side, where there's a lot of other information that that our group works on together. Again, keep me up to date on on how things are going, what you want done out of this podcast so we can do this together. Okay, this has been Dress for Success podcast. Chris Marchetti, I look forward to having you on our next podcast shortly, which is going to cover body language, posture, facial expressions. Again, we need to cover these topics before we get into actual um, sales and selling and that sort of thing. So I look forward to to talking with you on our next podcast.